This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now, here's Neil. Hi, Stuby. Thank you very, very much. And we welcome you to the second hour. Let me tell you, let's set the ground rules now. We have an hour of the program left. We're going to get a lot of calls. Please don't call at 10 till 10 and say, man, I never can get through. The lines are busy. They're full. I can't get through. Well, call now. You can get through. We have two open lines. Althea will be our first call up this hour. We'll finish up that call. She had a very good question. We'll try to help. And then it'd be yours. Be your turn if you call right now. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Lynn and I had a wonderful opportunity last night to take our family out to dinner because we had our family together really for the very first time, everybody, everybody. COVID kind of got in the way of that because we have, we have somebody who is new to the family and, uh, and a couple of girlfriends who are new to the family. Um, and so as a result, uh, we never could get together all together like we did last night. Went to, went to Table 13 Restaurant and, uh, Thanks to my friend Gabe, we were able to go early, and and so here is here is who we were able to enjoy dinner with: our three children, and our seven grandchildren, and our one great granddaughter in that uh, private room up front, and a couple of girlfriends, and spouses, all together, and oh my goodness, we had a wonderful time, and just a just a great time and then we went to our house and celebrated more and uh, our son Todd and his wife live in Los Angeles and they they rarely get back here they're going back tonight and to have them here was kind of the catalyst there were three or four birthdays coming up in the next couple months and and of course Mother's Day and other things and my birthday is within that time period and so they're (laughs) on the cake there, rather than actual candles, they just had the numbers, and it said 170. And uh, our daughter got the cake, bought the cake, and put the numbers on. She said, excuse me for not putting the candles on, but I just decided to add the birthdays together. And I, as I was taking a picture of the cake, I said, oh, my gosh, I represent half of that. <laughs> so that was kind of humbling. But anyway, we had a, just a wonderful time. So I'm kind of living in the afterglow of that and also the uh, shell shock. Somebody asked if my vertigo was better today, and it's it's not. And part of the reason was all of that was going on before my eyes. It was just kind of like a circus of all the kids and the grandkids and great-granddaughter. She was busiest of all of them, too. Jackie is two years old and kind of in the spotlight all the time. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Abigail. She's a seven-year-old German shepherd mix, beautiful and fun-loving young lady. Abigail has the quintessential, uh, essential uh, shepherd appearance with the black over tan coat. She also has big brown eyes that warm the heart. Abigail, of course, is a large dog who needs her exercise, so a home with a fenced-in yard would be a great destination for her. If not, she could do well in a smaller home or apartment if her new owner were to take her out for regular walks and wanderings. Close access to a good-sized dog park is a great idea for Abigail. If there are going to be other pets in the home, it's best to bring them along to make sure that they get along well. That's always a good plan. Adult dog and cat adoptions are normally $75 at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center and the Ellis County Animal Care Center. So you can mark it on your calendar. The SPCA of Texas is hosting a special Showers of Love adoption event for dogs on April 8 to 10. That's next weekend from noon until 6 p.m. for all dogs available for only $25 at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 West of Hampton Road. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Abigail has been spayed, microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She will be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas. And uh, the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6 
Animals are available for walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please uh, browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Now, this is Abigail, and you can look her up and, and you'll say, hey, I think I want to adopt Abigail, and that can be, that can be handled very easily, so I hope you will. Sponsored today by Baylor Scott and White. They sponsor this hour, and they also sponsor the SPCA Pet of the Week. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, and they are the people from Baylor Scott and White who keep us happy and healthy. They are our beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have been the hardest working people of all. We owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in and thank you for never settling for good enough. These are the people who have protected us from COVID. We didn't make it easy. Some of us went in kicking and screaming. But you see, uh, we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you can show your appreciation to the front line. Tell them thank you. It wouldn't hurt at all. Tell them thank you. And get vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated at all, why is that? Why is that? Wear your mask. And uh, that's just common sense. And, and social distance, it's not a bad thing. Just Nobody will notice. Just step back a, a couple of steps. No big deal. And uh, those are great ways you can show your support and share that support message with your your friends on social media. Let them know, hey, you know, we've got some people out here that need some, some pats on the back. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the frontline people for all they have done to keep us all safe through the pandemic. So join me one more time as we all say collectively, thank you. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right. Coincidence that those uh, that message and the rejoinder uh, overlapped a little bit. All right, folks, let's get the uh, lines filled up. Must be something going on out there that... Uh, have, uh, has uh, people distracted? 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We'll go to Althea. Then I would love to see your call coming up. Only have two lines open and uh, not much time to, to talk, so let's get it going. 800-288-9227. Althea, I wanted, and I really appreciate your waiting again on me. Uh, mm-hmm. Althea is in Temple. She has a live oak, and, and she feels that it's losing leaves very quickly. An arborist told her that it was losing them too quickly and wanted to do a treatment. Here is why I was asking you how it looked last year. A lot of live oaks across the northern half of Texas were hurt by the cold of February 2021, and they uh-huh. they had some bark damage that caused them to lose uh conducting tissues in the trunks and so as a result the leaves started to shed and uh, over the course of the summer there were live oaks that came through with absolutely no damage there were live oaks that were uh, damaged so badly that they were killed and and by may had no leaves they were gone could be taken out and then there was everything in between and that's why I was asking how the how the tree looked, uh, if, how its profile was, how the silhouette of the tree was, if it had a, a normal uh, complement of leaves. Um, if if we had a tree that was very weak last year, it's possible that this spring uh, it it was going to come back and be weak and not have too many leaves. All here's a, a very critical uh, fact: all live oaks lose all of their leaves. In February in South Texas, March in Central Texas, uh, March or early April in North Central Texas. So the fact that all live oaks are losing their leaves, people get very nervous about that, but that's absolutely normal. There's about a two-week period. I was showing my wife some a couple of, uh, it's been about a week ago. 
Uh, she is not a horticulturist. I said, look how bad the live oaks look right now. Just give them a couple weeks, they'll look much better. And they're starting to already. We live in, in McKinney, north of Dallas, and they are okay. starting to look better already. So that's that's what I would do is wait another couple, three weeks and see how it looks. But I, unless you have a certified arborist, that's a, a particular licensure of, of an arborist, Unless you have a certified arborist and unless you have worked with that person for a while and have a lot of confidence in him or her, I don't know yeah. that I would blanket uh, trust to to have them put something on the tree just because they say, oh, it needs a treatment. Because it may not. You may find in, in a is, month it's just Is fine. the treatment uh, something that's sprayed on? I have no idea. I, I'm not aware of what they're doing. It's nothing that I would have oh. recommended out of hand. I'd want to know what they're treating. I'd want to know what they're treating. Oh, he said water wasn't getting up into the branches. Well, I'd I'd want to know. I'd want to know why that, in his opinion, that would be happening. In other words, if the bark is, if the bark has uh, separated, which is what happened to a lot of live oaks last year. The bark was damaged, it separated, it stood mm-hmm. out away from the trunk, but that doesn't keep water from going up into the tree. It, it, it stops the manufactured sugars from the leaves from going down to the roots. That happens on the outside, right inside the bark. It's, it's just mm-hmm. the reverse of what, what that sounded like. I don't know what he's mm-hmm. talking about. Well, if I pat the tree, it feels pretty solid. There's no bark loose on it so right does it have a lot of new leaves coming back now yes it does all right in addition to the leaves it was dropping well don't worry about those they're all going to drop 100 percent guaranteed absolutely normal happens every year it's happened all all of my life i've watched live oaks lose every leaf that they have every year at this time 100 percent guaranteed okay (laughs) I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be obnoxiously emphatic about it. Did I did I do it? <laughs> then I'll worry about it next year. Yeah, that's right. If you can put it. off worry for a year, then you can then you can get through life. You know, I found that to be All the right. case. <laughs> All right. Are you glad you waited the extra fifteen minutes? Yes, I am. I hope so. Call <laughs> me back if I can help you. Call me back. You won't have to wait that oh. long next time. I promise you. All right. Thank you, Neil. Thanks. Bye-bye, Althea. All righty. All right, we'll come back. We have Ted and Stephen will be our next call up, and we have a beetle-like bug, so we'll see what that might be. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and it is a book that I self-published because I didn't want to work through another publisher. I had had it with that, and uh, so I self-published, which means you you buy it. Uh, you do everything ahead of time. You pay. You you get put on the presses. This is uh, the the fifth printing is the one I'm selling right now, and the sixth printing is on the presses and will be finished in the next six to eight weeks probably. I I don't have a an ETA on that, um, but I paid ahead of time. Well, I asked ahead of time back in October. Uh, that the printer, because of all these supply chain things, I said, please get the ink, please get the paper, please get anything else that you need in the house. Have it there waiting. I'll pay for it ahead of time. I'll pay you to store it, whatever it takes. I don't want a gap in between the fifth and sixth printings. And they said, we'll do it. And they went out to, to get the paper and called back and said, we can't get the paper. Paper shortage. It's going to be months Five months it took. Well, I get the the uh, email last week about Wednesday, I guess it was. It said papers here. Oh my gosh! And then the the follow up email said need to have you get the remaining fifth printing out of the warehouse. We need the space. And so okay, so I'm taking the final delivery of all remaining copies of the fifth printing day after tomorrow. There aren't a lot, but I need to get them out of my storage also so i'm passing the sale on to you the savings and that's 32.95 they were 36.95 the six printing will be 38.95 so you have a chance to save a bundle there are two paragraphs that are changed between five and six printing fifth and sixth and they just have to do with that cold of february 2021 no big shakes the rest of it is all the same so you'll get a signed copy of the fifth printing satisfaction completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. 
You have a book with 11 chapters covering every aspect of outdoor landscaping, lawns, gardens, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, written for every county in Texas, 840 photos, 344 pages, and you have a complete satisfaction guarantee or full refund. I haven't been asked to refund on any one of the 74,000 I've sold so far. Here is how you order the book. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You order it by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. You know what toll-free number is. That's 800. You know how to spell grow, G-R-O-W. The only thing you have to remember is the middle, that's 752. 800-752-GROW. All right, that's how you order by calling. If you would like to make sure you get it quickly, you order it from my website, neilsperry.com. You can even see more about the book at the website, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for Lent and Easter in person, and online. We have devotionals, Bible studies, service opportunities, and worship services. You can find those at our website at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed, and all are welcome. All righty. Thank you very much, Pastor Tommy Brummett. The uh, Lenten season is uh, very, very special. We invite you to join us at our church, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. The uh, 1005 service streams live at sharingtheheart.org. Join us, won't you? Wild Birds Unlimited, wbu.com slash dfw. Most specifically, the uh, Park City's Dallas store, uh, the uh, East Dallas store, and Birdie's store in McKinney. Those three joined together to sponsor this bro- this broadcast also the uh, KLIF broadcast, also my eGardens newsletter. Oh, won't you please stop in one of those stores and catch the enthusiasm of wild bird feeding. It is so great. They have all of your hummingbird feeding needs. Now, you say, oh, I can buy one of those little hummingbird feeders. I get that thing down at the five and dime. I use that for lack of a better term. And you'll be getting a cheap hummingbird feeder that probably won't hold up, won't be easy to clean, and won't work. Won't draw very many hummingbirds. Or you can go to Wild Birds Unlimited and get their high perch feeder in any of several different sizes. And the birds will flock to it. They're wonderful. And uh, they'll share with you the detail of you mix four parts of water, one part of sugar, and nothing else. You don't put any food coloring in it. Whatever you do, don't do that. Uh, that's uh, the kind of help you'll get at Wild Birds Unlimited. And uh, you also can get all of the nesting seeds and feeds that you need. They have all kinds of different ways to buy their nesting mixes for the birds that are, are feeding young families now. Very important. Wild Birds Unlimited, where bird uh, watching and bird feeding are a state of the art. They are just the best. Now, let me tell you the stores. Dallas. David's store is at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. Ron's store at his new location in East Dallas at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. And Bertie's store in McKinney is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, Stubby, very much. Let's go to Ted and Stephenville. Ted, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, I've got like... I don't know, maybe a hundred little bitty beetles that are about the size of the end of your little finger, and they're hard shell beetles, and uh, they just come from nowhere in the last week or two. And I was wondering, are they destructive or or not? 
I have no idea. Um, you uh, you need an entomologist, and you got a hack horticulturist. So um, <laughs> I am uh, just I, I would need a lot more description, and I don't know yeah. the questions to ask you to get to the ID phase. Okay. Uh, the, my okay. my old theory on on beetles on insects is that they're not destructive until I see something actually being chewed or uh, or or damaged in some way. Most insects, ninety ninety nine percent of the insects that we have, are just hanging out. They're eating something, but they're not eating things that we care about. Yeah, we we've never seen them before. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. A lot of these things are transitory. They come, they go in in a one week period, and we never see them again. I wouldn't worry yeah. about it until you see some kind of damage on something. Are they okay. on one particular plant? No, no, they're just you know, and they're not actually on plants. We see them uh, on the walkway and on the our porch and and places like that. Yeah. You know, if it is so, a. Uh, if it is a, a, a real curiosity for you, even verging on the, the lo- level of being a concern to you, I would uh, yeah. go online and see if there's a website that says, what's that bug or something. I would search through uh, university entomology um, beetles uh, identification and look at the photos that they have. But I'll warn you, with, with millions of species of insects, you're going to have a hard time matching it up. I'd, yeah. only, the only other thing you could do would be to work through the, um, the agricultural extension people, yeah. Texas AgriLife, since there's a, a center there, and, and see if, uh, if they could help you identify. You need an entomologist, not a horticulturist. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let me, uh, we will come back and go to Mary in Plano. Mary, I can help you with those hollies, and I do have a very important tip on, on getting them established as your uh, uh, sound barrier. And Jay and uh, Joy in Bosque County uh, for weed control, I'll try to help you as well. So stay tuned. We have a, a news break coming up here in just a moment. Let me get us into that. This uh, starts with uh, information on sunburst shutters. I love talking about sunburst shutters. We have them at our home and it was about 12 years ago that I got the call saying Sunburst Shutters would like to advertise in your program. And I said, really, let me take a look. And the minute I saw them, the minute I realized, number one, I'd love to have them as an advertiser because they are very nice people, the kind of people I want my my listeners to encounter. I don't want some boorish person to be going to a front door and knocking on the door. These are very nice people that you are happy to have in your home or happy to go visit at their place of business. So that's the number one. Number two, they have a really great product. This is just sensational. These are plantation style shutters, sunburst shutters. They are large louvers, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louvers. We have the middle size, three and a half. That's kind of what you might figure is for people who can't make a decision. (laughs) So you go in the middle. But it really worked with the other things that we had in the rooms that were involved at our house. And we paid full price for ours. I I don't ask and didn't want any kind of special discount. I don't want to have to talk to you about a product knowing that I got a a gimme deal or anything like that. And... um, and it took them, I think, about two, maybe three weeks to make them because every shutter is made for a specific window. Window number one got shutter bundle number one. They were assembled on site and put in place. And number two, three, four, all the way around our house. So that's uh, sunburst shutters, and that's how they work. They're made of polywood, which is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. They're just fabulous. And you know, in Hurricane Harvey, when all those houses went underwater, these are what survived. All they had to do was wash them off because they're not wood. They didn't uh, swell. They didn't crack. And uh, that is great testimonial to the durability of sunburst shutters. And they are energy efficient more than any other shutter in America. For all of that and a lot more, contact Sunburst Shutters. Also available in San Antonio, Austin, Houston, and Waco, 214-343-2601. They'll come to you or you can go to them. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. 
100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. Ukraine says Russia has finished withdrawing troops from parts of Ukraine. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Chevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. A repaving project is closing various lanes of Preston Road, both directions, between 635 and McCallum Boulevard. Constructions close 635's HOV lanes, both directions, between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast today, sunny, breezy, and warm, high temperature of 83. Monday, a little bit of a change, mostly cloudy, with afternoon storms likely, and some of them could be severe. Monday's predicted high temperature, 75. Right now, 65 degrees in both Dallas and Fort Worth. The Ukrainian military says Russian troops have completed their pullback from the country's north. Ukraine's general staff says its airborne forces have taken full control of the town of Pripyat, just outside the decommissioned Chernobyl nuclear power plant and that section of the border with Belarus. Governor Abbott has held a roundtable discussion of issues facing the energy sector. It's not just a business. It's not just a company. There are real people involved in this, people who have great paying jobs. It's our responsibility to make sure that these families are going to maintain these great paying jobs as they provide energy resources. The governor says Texas must partner with the oil and gas industry to create those kind of jobs and to develop safer and cleaner methods of energy production. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed on the latest with the Russian war on Ukraine with News Talk 820, WBAP 99.5 FMHD2, and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. Tell you about Whiskey Stone right now because I want you to uh, want you to consider them if you are trying to finish up a landscape. And you say, you know, this is missing something. I don't know what it misses. It misses something. Probably is stone. Stone is the finishing touch to any great landscape. You don't have a landscape finished until it has beautiful stone somewhere in there. Maybe it is river rock as a decorative ground covering material somewhere just for a variety of textures. Maybe it is a landscape boulder somewhere just for a decorative accent that takes the place of a shrub or a grouping of three shrubs. Maybe it, and and they make wonderful pedestals for a large color bowl or for a sundial, decorative sundial or an urn or something. Uh, perhaps it is a, a, a garden pathway. Maybe it is uh, a decorative wall or a retaining wall. Oh, there are so many ways you can use stone and WhizQ Stone has great ideas. Take a look for the next week or so at stone work in landscapes that you admire and take photos of those. And take them with you when you go to Whiskey Stone. Let your mind run wild. They have great stone. And when you see their stone, you'll understand all the different ways you can use it. They have a, a, a display garden there where they've uh, had demonstrations. And they've they've uh, demonstrated how to lay the stone. And, and uh, maybe that's something you'd like to try. They can surely give you advice, tips, and and. Uh, uh, suggestions, or they can also put you in contact with landscape contractors who can do turnkey beautiful jobs for you. They work with the best. They are leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. 22 acres of stone open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. 817 817- Four two nine zero eight two two whiz hyphen q dot com. It's Whiz Q Stone. Get social with us. Like WBAP on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WBAP twenty four seven News. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk eight twenty WBAP WBAP dot com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company for the finest in roofing you'll ever find anywhere around a second generation North Texas 
uh, family business and uh, proud to recommend them to you. They did our roof four years ago, right about this time, and uh, we are thrilled. You will be, too. And uh, they've done 100,000 roofs. Now, I know that Texas has grown a lot in the last 10 or 20 years, but, oh, my goodness, that's a lot of roofs. They have uh, the experience of composition roofs, of course, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate roofs. They have a a faux slate roof that they can uh, uh, get and put on your uh, home, and that's just beautiful. New or residential re-roofing, they do it all. Flat roofs, they do those. Oh, my goodness. So whatever your need in roofing is, whether it's commercial or residential, new or redo, they do them all. If you think you have hail or wind damage, call them. Let them go up on your roof. Let them determine if indeed there is damage and let them do the repair or the replacement. You'll be thrilled. They'll work within your budget. They'll show you the best value for whatever that budget allows. Trust their advice because it will take you a long, long ways. Serving all of the Dallas-Fort Worth area and beyond, it's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. You don't just want your garden to grow, you want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. We go back to the phone lines as well. I hope you'll sign up for my eGardens newsletter also. Let me just remind you that you can sign up for it. It's free and always will be. Sign up for it at neilsperry.com, my website. Click on that eGardens tab. You can see what it looks like, and uh, I think you'll – I'll take my chances. I think once you take a look at the sample that we always leave there, the most recent issue, I think you'll say, you know what, I do want to sign up for that. Let's go to Mary in Plano. Mary, this is Neil. Good, Good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I live along a busy street, and I have an eight-foot fence across the back of my property, and I was reading about large hollies might be a sound dampener, and I was just wondering about your take on that. I think they very much are. I think they very much are. They, uh, I haven't uh, been up alongside them for a few years, but at the Dallas Arboretum, there used to be a long row of them along Garland Road, and and it made quite a difference. Uh, they make quite a difference at our home, uh, where I have them on on the on the road side of our house. We, we're not in a necessarily a high traffic area, but but uh, once they get up big enough that uh, that they uh, do provide that that uh, barrier, they are they are very effective. Okay, and which hollies would you recommend? I heard I saw Mary Arnett, Mary Nell, and Mary R. Stevens, and Oakland. Are all of those good varieties? Um, it depends on how tall you need and how quickly you need it. I am my, I am a big advocate of Nellie R. Stevens hollies. They are large. Uh, they will get uh, 10 to 15 or 18 feet tall. There are people who will plant them and, and try to keep them shorter than that. But I think they, in fairness to them, I think they need to be given at least 10 feet. Uh, yeah. and, and it's kind of hard to prune a plant that's that tall. So if you're going to need something that, that has to be kept at 10 feet because there's a low power line or uh, something else, then, then I would not plant it. If if all you need is 10 feet, then I would use Oakland. Uh, it will take it longer to get there. Uh, I would use uh, Needlepoint, which is also called Willow Leaf Holly. Uh, it will get there faster, but I would also buy a larger plant. I'd buy larger specimens to give okay. myself a head start. Um, if you're going 10 feet tall with a plant, I would plant them six feet apart, six or seven feet apart. If you're going uh, 15 feet tall, I'd plant them nine or 10 feet apart, eight or nine feet apart probably, about okay. two-thirds as far apart as they're going to be allowed to grow tall. You don't want them too close together because then they begin to thin out. Um, okay. So that And my, my choice for sound deadening is always going to be Nellie R. Stevens holly. I love that holly. Okay. And the one thing I didn't say, it is a shady area. Well, they're all good in shade. That's one nice thing okay. about hollies, and they also can all tolerate sun. I, I think I think probably 
I think really I'd probably lean toward an LAR state. Do you do you need something shorter than 10 or 12 feet? No, I can do taller. Go for it, Nellie R. Stevens. You'll be okay. really happy. Now, the secret in planting any new holly is to water it by hand for the first two years. There, There is no negotiating what I'm about to tell you and everybody listening. You cannot tell when a holly is too dry. They don't wilt. They barely change color when they get dry. And they will get dry because they're grown in a very lightweight potting mix in their containers. And people plant them and forget to, uh, to to water them by hand. They just turn on the sprinklers, and that's not going to give them enough water clear down to the bottom of the container, the, the soil ball, once they're in the ground. And so you need to get what is called a water bubbler. It's the size of your hand, your fist, or bigger, and it's aluminum. costs maybe uh, 8 or $9. It has a hole. It has holes in it the size of a pencil. Uh, big holes, and when you turn on the water in the morning at full pressure, full blast, it will not wash the soil away from the plants. It breaks the flow of the water that nicely. I've I've shown photos of ours in use at my home in my eGardens newsletter many times. Uh, I have it in my book. I have it everywhere I go because I want people to get to using them, um, and and still I don't see enough stores stocking them. Water bubbler, not a water breaker. Water breakers are good, but water bubblers are even better for this purpose. You can, If you can imagine how much water comes out in the mornings when it's turned on at full pressure, that'll let you soak the, uh, the soil ball every probably second or third day uh, with as much water as the soil ball uh, had, the, the container had. If it was out of a 10-gallon container, you can put 8 or 10 gallons on in just a, a few minutes, a minute or two, standing there. Get a water okay. wand so you don't have to bend over. Okay, and, okay. And it'll, they'll take off. The, the rate of growth is proportionate directly to how well you water them. Okay, okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, I helped my son read. You're welcome. I helped my son redo his landscape, uh, married last uh, year after the cold, and we put, he's not a not an avid gardener, and, and we put a lot of hollies across the front of his house, and I made him a deal. I, I had just spent a good bit of money getting the plants, and I said, Brian, I'll make you a deal. I will pay for any plants that are still alive and vigorous at the end of this summer, but you're <laughs> going to have to water them by hand. Well, Brian is a little tight, and he also has four children, three of whom are within, one of them will go to college this fall, and the other two girls are uh, two and three years away from college. They're going to have, they're going to have three in college here in, in three years. And uh, so he has to be kind of tight, and uh, every plant is thriving. <laughs> he watered those things faithfully, and, uh, and it makes all the difference, makes all the difference. I'm glad you called. Good luck with your hollies. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let me see where we are. Let's go to Jeff and uh, Joy in Bosque County. Joy, before I put you on the air, though, let me give the phone number again because I'm going to have time for several more calls. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Please, folks, call right now, won't you? 800-288-9227. How can I help you, Joy? Well, those pesky weeds um, live out in the country and... Because of snakes and other things and just simplifying life uh, due to illness and blah, blah, blah. Weeds are a problem. I've put rock around the house, uh, just doing cactus here and there, some large rocks, and then just some river rock and you know pebbles and things that are around the home. And every year, the last three or four years we've been here, I'm just like fighting the weeds coming up. And it's getting to where... Um, it's just a losing battle, <laughs> and now here spring is again. I've looked in, online, and I've seen this product, Cream, where you just, it says, keeps weeds away for six months, and you just sprinkle it. Um, I've tried the vinegar and Epsom salt and soap. Hmm. It's, and then the Spectre side, I buy it and have the backpack thing, but I can't take that backpack thing on my back anymore. So just any suggestions to keep the little weeds coming up around the house and around the the barns and things. What kinds of weeds are you talking about? Oh, I, I really don't know, Neil. Just just weeds. We live out, like I said, out in the country, just All right. pasture land and, around our home. Okay. Are you talking? Are you talking about? Uh, let me just ask about three or four kinds of weeds, and, and you tell me which would apply. 
You're talking about things like Bermuda grass right at the edge of the house. You're talking about Johnson grass out in in open area. Are you talking about clover and dandelions? What, what yeah, sorts clover. Of it's a, we've got it like a just a Duke's mixture of all kinds of things that come up. And I do have Bermuda grass that it's actually pretty right in front of the house, and the rest of it is just pasture land, and I don't want to deal with it, so I just keep it green, and I use the weed and feed right in front of the the front of the house, and that works. And uh, I'm just, it's just that we have rock, and um, well, I got all that. I'm just trying to find yeah. what what the appropriate weed killer would be because I yeah. know what kind of weed you're talking about. All right, here is here is what I would propose. Um, I'm not an advocate of weed and feed products because there's too much danger of damaging trees with the the and feed uh, the the weed. Well, uh, part we don't of have we don't have that problem because we've got cleared area and all we do have is cedar trees and they're away from the house, so we're kind of uh, wide open spaces. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm I'm not backing down. That that, that okay. would be the one place that I guess suppose they'd be all right, but right, but I've seen so much horrific damage done by atrazine, especially. Okay. Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, to the point, there's nothing you, you can do with a weed and feed that you cannot do by putting them on separately and precisely. Uh, it's okay. it's kind of like eating, uh, to use my son's example, ice cream and English peas. Uh, you don't have to do them at the same time. All right. Um, and, and so, uh, anyway, the, the, um, the things that I would probably do would be to put out a pre-emergent back. It's too late now, but put it out early March and then repeat that in early June. That will take mm-hmm. care of crabgrass and graspers for you through the right. uh, through the spring and summer. Uh, you could put out a pre-emergent, and I probably would recommend that the mm-hmm. the last week of August or the first week of September, and that will take care of all the winter weeds. So those okay. three applications will take care of any weeds that come up from seed each year. All right. So that, that part's done. Um, then as far as the, the weeds right around the house, I mean right against the fence of the house, you mm-hmm. can use a glyphosate spray. I'm talking about the, the four or five inches right around the, the yes. house. All, if all you're trying to do is keep those weeds down and you don't want to use a, a trimmer to do it, then right. you, could, you could just spray, and, and the glyphosates do not contaminate the soil, so you don't have to worry about it leaching and going down the hillside and into the right into a low area where it'd kill grass or something. It's just going to be right there where you put it with right, a, a pump right. sprayer. You get pump sprayer on on wheels or something. Yeah. yeah oh, by the yeah. way, the pre-emergents are granules, so you just put them on with a, a fertilizer spreader. Yeah. So those are all doable. Uh, a okay. broadleaf weed killer sprayer with 2,4-D in it will kill your dandelions and clover. So those are doable, and I don't think okay. it'll be too hard to, to carry. Yeah. Uh, you could use a you could use a hose-in sprayer. Uh, I'm talking about for lawn-type areas, not not pastures. Mm-hmm. I don't deal right. with pastures. I think mowing is probably your best bet on the pasture. Uh, we do that, yeah. Well, I'm not yeah. really worried. I just keep it just around the house, maybe yeah. about a 50-foot so area. I think what I've outlined, plus a regular fertilization, yeah. is, is about all you need to do. Have you ever used that preen I'm talking about, you know, like to put around? Like I've I haven't it used it specifically. I've used uh, yeah. uh, Amaze and some of the other pre-emergents. It, it's all yeah. very similar. Okay. Well, you've been very helpful, and I've enjoyed uh, just kind of a new listener, and I've enjoyed the last thank few you. Sunday mornings listening to you. And just, well, thank um, you. And I'm going to get your book, and it sounds like it'd be very helpful. Well, it so. will help. It will help a great deal. And what I've covered has all the dates uh, in the book. It will it will keep you right on schedule. So okay. thank you for calling. Good all luck right. with it. All right. Take care. All right. We'll come back to Candy and Euless, John and Granberry. So stay with me, if you will, please. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. That's what she was referencing. Eleven chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter two is the 48-page perpetual calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants, four pages per month. And uh, it will keep you right on track of doing the right things at the right times. And uh, then chapters 3 through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, and uh, then uh, you have perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked more than a month on each one of those chapters. I worked a lifetime to get all this information to put into one particular book. 
I've done other books before, but they've always been through publishers, and I always cut a bunch of corners. I didn't cut any corners in this book. This is the one I always wanted. Now, we're between the fifth and sixth printings. The remaining copies of the fifth printing are discounted now to make room in storage for the sixth printing. This came up very suddenly last week. And so for the as long as I have fifth printing copies available, they are thirty-two ninety-five. The sixth printing will be thirty-eight ninety-five. This is a real opportunity for you, but don't delay because they're going very, very rapidly. I sign every copy as it sells. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. I'm just amazed, but feel blessed. Not one request for a refund in all of the seventy-four thousand copies that are sold. So here is uh, how you how you get the book. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. You order it by calling my office Monday through Friday, business hours, 9 to 5, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now while you're thinking about it. That is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Great people, Advanced Foundation Repair, and other great people at Ace Hardware. With their 2904 lawn fertilizer for all grass types. This is 5,000 square foot coverage. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on that lawn food. You get a, a price of $18.99, but it gets even better. You save $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $16.99, a limit of two bags. Apply at any time during the growing season. It feeds your lawn in one easy step. It builds strong, deep roots to protect from drought and heat. It's formulated for deep greening and controlled release feeding for up to eight weeks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Ace is the hardware store that is owned by people who are members of your community. People you already know, people who have your best interest at heart. They'll ask you questions to make sure that you have all your questions answered. They just want to make sure that you succeed. But remember... Ace 2904 Lawn Fertilizer for All Grass Types, 5,000 square foot coverage, priced at $18.99 with an additional $2 savings with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $16.99, limit of two. Ace, Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right, uh, Snoopy, thank you very much. And we go to Candy in Ulysses. Candy, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help you? I have a four-foot potted lemon tree. It survived the four-day freeze. It did not survive the one-day freeze this year. We had great lemons off of it last season. It has no leaves. It has about 10 sprouts coming out of the trunk, but I don't know how to trim it back. Well, I would wait another few weeks and uh, see if anything sprouts out from farther up. It probably will not. Um, And at that point, you can prune all the dead wood out and see what develops from those bottom sprouts. Are they coming from way down low, close to the ground? Yes. Okay. Um, My concern would be that they are probably the rootstock. I had a question like this, uh, I think probably from another program, on my statewide radio program a week or two ago, and I got around finally to asking do you see more, th- it was out of San Antonio, do you see more thorns on the the new growth than you had on the old growth? And she said, oh my, yes, it's just covered with thorns. And that was my indication for her that what she had was a dry foliate orange rootstock. It is not the lemon that she had before. 
And at that point, I said, you need to replace your plant. That's what you need to watch for is when these new shoots come up, see if they develop with a whole bunch of thorns. And if they are, then they are the rootstock. Or if you can see that this was definitely grafted, um, and, and uh, if you see on the, on the trunk a change in the look of the wood of the trunk, and if the dieback is below that, then you need to just get another uh, lemon tree. Okay. Did that make any sense? Well, Lemons are grafted yes. onto another rootstock, and, and uh, in most cases, or in many cases, and so if it's died back below the graft union, you don't have the top that you used to have. Yeah, and I actually think I see what exactly what you're talking about because the thorns are starting to pop out on the little, yeah, on the little in the grass. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Thank you so much. All right, have a yeah. good day. Thank you. Let me go to John in Granbury. John, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, Neil. Good morning. We're uh, we're transplants from California, and I wanted to say I bought your book for my wife, and it has been invaluable. We absolutely love it. Good. Thank um, you. But I have a question. The, uh, we, we are planning um, a windbreak, privacy break around our swimming pool. We, right now we've got some magnolia, little gem magnolias, and we're going to intersperse those with uh, cypress, uh, Carolina sapphire cypress. And in your book you have a Texas mountain laurel. Um, yes. Is that a show? We're sort of looking for a showy um, shrub for the centerpiece in, in the in between all of those other bushes is that a um is that a good choice for granberry uh it would be a good choice to plant one uh reason being that they do freeze and uh oh. so you need to be you need to be very uh, uh careful on how many you plant because you could lose what you plant we lost most of them last year in in 2021 uh, normally you won't, uh, but, but it's, it, it happens. I've been in the North Texas area for 54 years and, or 52 years, and I have seen them die out completely three or four times. What, what, well, um, what, what would you suggest then for a showy, like a centerpiece that's going to be in between about five, uh, we've got 10 shrubs planted along the fence line, and this will be right in the middle of them. I would probably use Correct. one of the hollies, the appropriately sized hollies, Nellie R. Stevens okay. or Willow Leaf Holly or something of that sort. What was the other plant that you mentioned? Uh, the We have the uh, Little Gem Magnolia. Yeah, they're huge. The, they, they get 30 feet tall. Okay. Yeah, That's you may want to rethink your grouping. I would probably, in, in, in 10 plants, I would use just one, one type of plant. I'm out of time, but... You might want to rethink your grouping, your uh, your your plants. I got to run. Hey, folks! Thanks for listening very very much, Mike Bass. Great job. Happy gardening.